0: And I always wonder about you.
1: No, don't wonder. I'm, I'm spot on.
0: I'm pretty sure that's not right. <laughs> so I probably shouldn't be podcasting today because I'm recovering from a migraine. But oh my gosh. this is an important day, Catherine. It is. Why? Because exactly 365 days ago, we did our first podcast.
1: Not today. I thought yeah. it was next week.
0: No, it's May 20th.
1: Oh, darn it. I missed our anniversary.
0: Oh, boy. Now you're getting the doghouse.
1: I've been preparing for next week.
0: It wasn't leap year, was it? I just said 365 without thinking about whether it was leap year or not. It it? was leap year. February. It was? Oh, I guess it was 366 days then. Well, what do I know? What it was a weird the 20th? month!
1: Oh, happy anniversary, Subramaniam! You don't
0: get to say that if you forgot about it.
1: I forgot about it. I'm like that husband who just forgets everything. Oh, right!
0: It's the husband because now it's the <laughs> woman literally forgetting the anniversary, and now you're blaming the husband. Wow! Oh, we were
1: gonna do a whole anniversary show. We can
0: still do it. We haven't gotten actually the 52 episodes for some inexplicable reason.
1: Oh, because yeah, we're we lazy, just, we're yeah, lame, yeah, and yeah, I kept
0: having to go and help my parents move.
1: Right. Well, we'll bring that forward next time. I was still preparing anyway, for that. I, I thought it was next week.
0: To point out that February is a weird month, right? Because, A, it's, mm-hmm. the only, it's the shortest month, but then every four years it pulls this magic trick and adds an extra day. Mm-hmm. Crazy month.
1: Right. You know what I think about February? What's that? Well, leap year in general. I think that we should have presidential election years, leap years, and Christmas just every four years.
0: Don't hate on Christmas. You're a terrible person.
1: No, I had to say that. Boy,
0: no. Okay, look at this. Look at this. You, you forgot our anniversary, which is your one point off for being a human being. <laughs> Mine is second. Fun. Second point off is being a Christmas hater. Yeah. So I'm okay I, I'm with recovering it. Recovering from a migraine. Okay. So I, I, I'm to the point where I think most of the brain fog is gone. I hope so. And I just have a thing about migraines is that there there are two different levels of headaches. There's regular headache, and then migraine headaches. And right. I, have two, I have two totally different scales for this. So my current migraine level of headache is like a three out of 10. So oh, it's wow. like barely anything. But on, on the regular scale, that translates probably to, well, it's probably dropped down to a seven now. So it's wow. not a splitting headache, but it's still a pretty significant headache. But you know, it's <sighs> totally different from migraine where you, at that level of a migraine, mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, I can manage this because you're, you're down from the, the brain fog and all the other really nasty stuff that can be associated with it like this morning when it started i i was trying to read through the morning news Mm -hmm. and i i spent probably three times as much time as i would normally take to read it because i just had to keep rereading and rereading because of the brain fog it Mm -hmm. just really obscures your thinking progress and i still (laughs) i still didn't know what i was reading (laughs) gosh and there are times there are times with the migraine where i will forget people's names like I have a test now that I run to see how bad the migraine is mm-hmm. on myself, and I just, I, I imagine my family and then my friends, and then I can see if I can remember their names. And oh, wow. I've never forgotten my immediate family names, but a lot of times, most like secondary, like uh, brothers-in-laws and sister-in-laws mm-hmm. and nieces and nephews and stuff like that, with a bad migraine, I will not be able to remember their names at all. Wow! The worst migraine I had, I wasn't even able to talk. That's when my wife thought I was having a stroke.
1: I would think you were having a stroke.
0: It seems fair because I was standing there and I was trying to talk and I would stop. I would like a word would come out and it would be absolutely the wrong word. Like I'd oh, be wow. trying to say I have a headache and instead my my mouth would say things like blue whale or something completely irrelevant oh. and completely un, un, unrelated.
1: Migraines are fun. Migraines are horrible. Well, I'm hopefully, I'm I'm hoping, ugh, now I'm like, <laughs>
0: It's contagious.
1: I, it's contagious, and it's so far away. I mean, it's like pretty powerful stuff because, like, I'm not even with you. Um, yeah, I'm. hopefully, you'll be feeling better
0: shortly. The new upgrade to Zoom has incorporated being able to transmit diseases through the airwaves.
1: Oh, it has? Damn. Well, it's a
0: Chinese program. So, what do you expect? Oh,
1: my God. It is a Chinese program?
0: Okay. So, they claim to be an American company, and their headquarters are in America, but all their engineering staff are over in China. So, you tell me.
1: Okay, it's Chinese. I'm okay with it. I'm okay with
0: that. Well, kind of I don't really like the app very much. It is reliable and they have a lot of features.
1: Yeah, and we can do this in my pajamas.
0: We can't do this. You can do I it. Can I'm do not this. I just want to make sure that we understand that I am not in your pajamas. No,
1: you are not my pajamas. But I mean I could just roll out of bed, get the coffee going, turn on the zoom. It's awesome. You did
0: that pretty quickly this morning too, and I don't yeah. have pajamas. I don't that just seems like a weird thing.
1: I love pajamas. This is so So, exciting today for our anniversary episode.
0: I mean, I guess if I went to the airport more often, I'd have pajamas, because that seems like the number one outfit I see at at airports are pajamas. Really? Slippers. You know, I don't know the last
1: time I went to an airport.
0: Kind of lucky you, kind of unlucky you. It means you're not traveling, but it also means you're not going to, oh God, airports are so terrible. The things we do it are ourselves. Right. In the name of security.
1: (laughs) the name of security. No, I do remember now, and I won't go into it.
0: Yeah, what a bunch of garbage.
1: Speaking of garbage, you know how I feel about Facebook, right?
0: I mean, I know you don't like it because you don't like any social media because you think it's trying to harass and kill you.
1: Right. Well, anyway, well, kind of. (laughs) I'm sorry. But (laughs) but anyway, but Facebook, I've just been ill for a long time, and I deactivated my account years ago. Actually, as of like earlier this week, I started a new account and joined Facebook. Because my family has been trying to reconfigure our relationships, I guess, and kind of reconnect. And so one of my, my, one of my favorite cousins, April, started a little family group, and we've been posting pictures. Actually, I think I'm the one that's posting most of the pictures, and I'm the one who hates Facebook the most. It's been fun, and I just wanted to say that.
0: You don't need Facebook for that. Do you guys? If you guys all have Apple Messages, you can just use Apple Messages and have a group that way. That's a lot less intrusive.
1: Yeah, I don't know if they have Apple Messages. I don't know. Facebook, so far, so good. I mean, I'll do it for a while.
0: Well, you should you should buy them all iPhones.
1: Yeah, that'll happen. Yeah, speaking of iPhones, I'm going to upgrade mine. Oh, what? I could upgrade it for... God, you
0: are such a little princess. A wash. For what?
1: A, like a wash. I just what give them my phone. Well, I give them my phone and then they <laughs> give me a free one.
0: Uh, you're paying for it monthly.
1: I already pay for it monthly.
0: That's what I'm saying. It's not a wash. You're just, you're up, r- basically re-upping your contract. You're extending your contract.
1: But if I pay off the phone that I currently owe like a 100 and change, and then they said they'll give me whatever it is for this iPhone 13, but I don't really just want the iPhone 13. I want the iPhone 13 Pro because that has a better camera. <laughs> But then I'm like, should I just wait for like the iPhone 14 and then I just get too confused and I'm just, maybe I won't do it. Anyway, let's get on with the podcast.
0: No, I think this is worthwhile exploring because you think it's a wash, but it's not a wash. You're continuing your payments.
1: But if I paid for it and they gave me the phone and then they quoted then me. Then
0: you th- would, ha- okay, okay, hang on a second. If you just hang on to your current phone, mm-hmm. once you have it paid off, you'll be paying 20 $30 less a month. Right. So, by turning it in, you're continuing that payment. So, it's not a wash. You're still paying for it. You know, they have you on the hook, like a perpetual monthly bill.
1: But she said I had to pay this one off in order to mm-hmm. get the other one.
0: Right. Or not pay it off, and you will eventually pay off on a few more months. Uh, you'll pay it off, and then the, old, the, the reoccurring billing will stop.
1: Right. Anyway.
0: Do you get, do you get what I'm saying? You, you get what I'm saying, right? No, just-
1: because to me, it was like zero. <laughs> I'm holding on to the big zero.
0: I suggest what you do then is start paying me thirty dollars a month. <laughs> it's just a wash, really.
1: I, I know everyone wants my money. Susan said the same thing yesterday. she's like,
0: it's the reoccurring billing that gets you it gets you every time. it kills you okay. it's thirty dollars here, it's fifteen dollars for Netflix. it's ten dollars for another thing.
1: I know. I know. Well, I'm getting a new internet service on Monday because well, it's the same provider, but oh. I was paying like twice as much as I should have been. As I've been going through these bills, it's astonishing how much money we're wasting in this household. It's So, it's are you getting
0: an upgrade on speed?
1: I'm getting an upgrade on speed. Is and it a downgrade in chance? It's a It's it's not I don't know what it is.
0: Okay. You're probably too far out for fiber.
1: I told you I talked to CenturyLink, and I'm like, mm-hmm. "When will fiber optics be coming to my neighborhood?" <laughs> and he's like, "Well, just if you look out your window and you see a truck out there with what big the hell does that mean? With big rolls of cable, then you'll know it's coming. But
0: That's what he, he told me. You, it sounds like he's asking you to do his job for, for him.
1: But I'm like, well, what, what the hell? I mean, I'm someone supposed to look out daily?"
0: I's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that doesn't.
1: Yeah, like it's that, like with that. the city of Phoenix when I had people dumping all of that <laughs> furniture in the alley. And they're like, well, just like go out and look. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to sit in a tree with like night vision goggles. Like what the hell's wrong with you people? Anyway. Well,
0: there's, there's a line in Good Morning Vietnam where uh-huh. he's asking his um, sort of fake weather reporter, what's right? the weather outside? And the weather is, you got a window, open it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty, pretty much. I mean, it's very similar. So, no, we're too far out for fiber optic. I think it'll go up to like 140 somethings per something.
0: 140 megabits per second?
1: Yeah. I'm at 60 now, allegedly.
0: I'm at a gigabit. So, you know, you got a long way to go.
1: Oh, I know. Well, I live out here in this old, you know, no one cares about the infrastructure in this part of the world.
0: So, garbage. Speaking about garbage.
1: Yeah, it's all garbage.
0: Is that what you want to talk about today?
1: I'm obsessed with garbage. I'm saving so much of it. Well, it's not <laughs> That's smelly or anything. It's like plastics. Go for it. You, reorient us. Go for no, it. No,
0: no, no. This is your. This is your ball game.
1: <laughs> this is my ball game.
0: This is absolutely your ball game.
1: Just because you had a migraine, don't put it on me. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs>
0: A, yes, because I had a migraine, I think you could step up a little bit more and fill in.
1: Oh, I just like to be the slacker on this team. Secondly,
0: you're the one who said you want to talk about garbage today.
1: Well, I wanted to talk about microplastics found in the human bloodstream.
0: Oh, that's right. That's the first one. Okay. Not a, that's not what I thing. was
1: concerned <laughs> about because I think the article was wrong. There was this article I found about microplastics found in the human bloodstream for the first time. And then they cited that the the size of the microplastics was five <laughs> millimeters. So I got out my cat. I'm like, five millimeters? That's like the size of a, a pretty hefty bead if that's you were stringing stuff. It's a quarter of an inch. It's like, well, that's clot material. This can't be the- <laughs> happening. So do you think that was an incorrect assessment uh, of the microplastic world?
0: As I say in the article, microplastics still hasn't been scientifically defined so mm-hmm. we don't know what they're talking about but and this is not a new article i've been seeing these articles for years now oh
1: gosh yeah I but know.
0: generally speaking it's usually referred to a microplastic especially when they're talking about the ocean waste is half a millimeter or less so right. 0.5 millimeters which is the little you know few thickness of a few hum- human hairs probably right Uh, Not a quarter of an inch.
1: (laughs) A quarter of an inch. I'm like that's some. I mean, you would clog. You would. I mean, there'd be all kinds of like. Well, you might clog,
0: but I wouldn't. I have a strong heart.
1: A quarter of an inch is a serious situation.
0: Uh, Well, I think they're talking about strands, not like blocks of it, (laughs) like a Lego block.
1: Irrespective of that,
0: like a (laughs) Lego block. Yeah, that's about the size of a Lego block. A (laughs) one by one Lego block is about five millimeters. I know. being a Lego it's, and, and European, it's probably exactly 5 millimeters.
1: Oh, my gosh. So I thought the article was wrong on their measurement. But it did give me pause about the you know the beverage industry and food packaging. And you always kind of knew this. Yeah, but, but it's, I, the,
0: it's, I don't know why they, they focus on that because uh, it's plastics in general and everything we have in our homes is made out of plastic. A you, lot you, of it the, is. The sofa you're sitting on is probably made out of plastic without you realizing it's acrylic fabrics and whatnot, everything, rayon, all that stuff is plastic.
1: But it's leather. I'm sitting on leather sofa. Okay,
0: well, you're sitting on a dead cow. Not everybody is wealthy enough disgusting. to sit on a dead cow.
1: I know. Isn't that disgusting, though? And being no, like a vegetarian it's
0: not disgusting at all because (laughs) as humans the first thing we started harvesting was stuff around us from nature bones and wood and stuff like that is the wooden countertop disgusting too because that's a dead tree
1: no i think that might be plastic in this house
0: okay well yeah i need to do
1: some serious kitchen rehab (laughs) did you know that they added plastics to toothpaste
0: not my toothpaste
1: that was in this article
0: uh, that's weird. I didn't. okay this yeah, article, says plastics added to toothpaste
1: and cleansers, and I was uh, surprised by this information. That was my note on this story. That was like probably the biggest takeaway.
0: I think that's nonsense. I, I, why would they add plastics to it?
1: I don't know because they have more rate, to go around. I don't know.
0: There is this interesting conceptual construct about uh, ideas and mm-hmm. and the fate of humanity, and uh-huh. the idea goes that inventions. Inventions become revealed, right? New, mm-hmm. new discoveries and inventions are things that are out there just waiting to be discovered. Okay. And you can think of it as being white balls and black balls, or maybe we don't want to colorize them like that. Let's say pink balls and blue balls. And pink balls are good ideas, good things that are good for humanity.
1: I don't know. Let's not go blue
0: balls. Too bad. It's too late. No, it's okay. good because blue ball, though, is something okay. that could destroy humanity. Like, oh yeah, nuclear that weapons are theoretically a blue ball. We haven't blue, blue ball ourselves them yet, but it's a theoretically one. So, thankfully, everything that humans have picked out of this this big bucket of right. of ideas have been pink. Everything that we've, generally speaking, they're pink. Some of them are, you know, a little bit gray, but some are mm-hmm. mostly pink. Mm-hmm. But there could be that one blue ball in there that we we pick out without even realizing it. Mm-hmm. We develop the idea, and then it destroys us. Mm-hmm. And plastics has been one of those really super pink balls because it has allowed cost of living to drop significantly and standards of living to go up exponentially because it's so cheap to make all the stuff and it makes things a lot safer, generally Mm -hmm. speaking. But it may be one of those things that's really a blue ball in the end because as plastics break down and they become smaller and smaller and smaller, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, they get into our bloodstream. We now know that most people are walking around with lots of plastic in their bloodstream. And we yeah. don't know yet whether that's safe or whether that's going to wind up killing us. And it may wind up destroying the entire environment of our planet.
1: It may. and
0: I don't want to be too negative. but
1: Right. And to think that in The Graduate, that's what they said. Plastics.
0: Plastics is the future. Mm-hmm. One word for you, Catherine. Plastics. Plastics. It's well, still the same word.
1: It's still the same word, but now it's it has just, a totally different meaning.
0: So saturated, it's so saturated our environment that literally we we have microplastics we you can't even see. And and some guy, some skeptic, mm-hmm. was getting all these emails about people saying that there's a lot of plastic in chicken McNuggets. So he went and bought some chicken McNuggets mm-hmm. and put it under his ultra awesome microscope, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Holy shit, there's a lot of little plastic pieces in here." Wow! Just like little random pieces of plastic that I'm not sure why. McDonald's doesn't have a better system for keeping plastic out, but it's not like they're putting the plastic in. It just looks like garbage, like little microscopic pieces of plastic garbage Gross. That been float or just floating into the machines.
1: Oh God! It's like you know, I've I've worried about seafood and stuff like that for a while, and I know that they're you know fish are inundated with this stuff. Yeah, you know, the oceans are inundated. The, uh, the oceans are inundated, and so it's really hard to find unless you just go totally plant based.
0: I don't think that's going to help either. And I don't know if that's going to help either. You it know? Saturates, saturates so much that it gets absorbed from the ground. You know, mm-hmm. you can absorb from anything if it's small enough.
1: So anyway, I don't know if I'm going to eat fish anymore.
0: I don't know if that's a good idea or a bad idea, but for years we we don't usually eat fish, but I certainly don't eat it more than once a week. That's kind of the rough Right, because of the mercury. The mercury and the plastics and all the other nonsense that could be in there.
1: Oh, once I was in a store and I was looking at the cans of tuna I don't even know why I was looking at the cans of tuna. It was probably when my dad first got his heart diagnosis and I was checking sodium content on everything. And I don't know why I even would buy canned tuna because it's heinous, but I had a can of tuna in my hand and I was looking at the sodium content. And this gentleman walked up to me and he's like, what are you reading on the can of tuna? And I looked at him very seriously and I said, I'm searching for the mercury content. And he went, oh my God, I never thought of that. And then picked up another can of tuna and started looking at it. And I walked away and I laughed. Did anyway it say
0: anything about the mercury content? Of course not. I was no, fucking I around with them. Oh, okay. Wow, that's that's nice of you.
1: I know, wasn't that that was don't, just savage.
0: Don't play with your animals. You know, don't play with lesser species. <laughs> that's, that's just not kind.
1: Okay. okay and why so do people walk
0: up to you so easily in the
1: People talk to me all the time. I mean, you'll you know, you're palpating tomatoes and some guy walks up and it's like oh well
0: maybe that's why I, people don't talk to me i don't go around palpating tomatoes i mean, <laughs> well, I mean- <laughs> that seems like a little aggressive do you get their consent before you do that
1: <laughs> no i mean people don't people talk to you in the grocery stores that's why no, i keep my head down they don't i'm gonna start wearing a bucket hat covering my eye No, you know people talk to me all the freaking time and it drives me crazy and i try to stay on such the low down i mean i don't want people talking to me and they do anyway
0: garbage Garbage. It's all garbage. Garbage. So you you have a lot of garbage, and this this led into the conversation of, well, what, you know, people are trying to raise awareness of our problems with garbage through art.
1: Garbage through art. And, you know, seriously, through the course of the pandemic, maybe it just forced me to kind of look at our consumption slash expulsion is that the term i don't know like when you're throwing stuff out (laughs) and i would do a lot of takeout because i still wanted to support the local restaurants but no one was going in so i'd do the takeout and i had never done takeout to that extent and there's Mm -hmm. just an awful lot of plastic and takeout and so i started looking at these little containers and i'm like yeah i could use this for that i can use it and i have a whole section now in the back studio Of cleaned plastic containers. containers. And then I also have a whole section of boxes of things that I was ordering from, like, because I wasn't shopping, so now I'm shipping stuff to the house. And so I've got all these boxes. And then I started using the packing materials to actually make some of those little figures and stuff I was making And so I have this collection, and it didn't take very long, and it's overwhelming. So I can't imagine what the recycling places look like.
0: It is kind of shocking how much. uh, It's it's shocking. It's one of the problems with those HelloFresh deals. You know, you order Oh, I've never done that. You order ingredient packs from companies, and they send it to you, and then you prepare the meal. And and the the meals look great. The problem is the amount of packaging that goes with it is Mm -hmm. just insane. Yes. It seems to me like it might be unsustainable.
1: Well, to me, it's like... First of but all, that's
0: not really the art. We're, we keep getting distracted. I know, we wanted we're to talk just about this article you sent me, which mm-hmm. was about uh, 12 inspiring works of art on plastic pollution, which is trying to raise awareness mm-hmm. for uh, our problem with plastic. Right. And these are 12 things, and I found this to be a really spotty list.
1: A spotty list?
0: Very spotty. The first one, number 12, is Bristol, Wales by Sue Lipscomb. Right. Uh, she works for one of these companies. It's amazing special effects companies that builds crazy, amazing little sets for like oh. R- uh, Wallace and Gromit. Well, yeah, for Wallace and Gromit, beautiful stuff. But then they decided to make this big sculpture to highlight the problem with the recycled mm-hmm. or, or with, with plastic waste. And I found it to be a real failure because they, even though they made these two beautiful oversized, huge whales out mm-hmm. of like branches and stuff, Mm -hmm. I I had two problems with it one all the substructure is made out of steel so it's not like the the whole thing is made out of recycled materials or natural materials most of it is steel Mm -hmm. which takes a lot of energy and a lot of material to actually Mm -hmm. build up the Mm -hmm. second part of it was supposed to be recycled bottles now it is technically recycled bottles but they got all these bottles from a local marathon and it's not like they went and picked them up off the beach or anything they took recycle bins filled with these cans and took that as their source material for the installation which Why are you opposed to that? Because it kind of misses the whole point of, of the problem with trash. If the plastic bottles are going back into recycling bins and going to the recycling center, they're getting recycled. You know, that kind of polyethylene plastic is very easy to recycle. So by diverting it from the recycling center, you're kind of oh, making it I get worse. It. Okay, I it's see thing point. If you collect all this stuff off the beach, you're actually right. removing trash from the environment rather than <laughs> removing stuff that's actually in the recycling cycle.
1: Oh, so you're you're saying they interrupted the recycling cycle to create this thing, thereby negating their thesis that they were helping the environment. Well,
0: well, that and the fact that the structure of the thing is made out of steel and not Mm -hmm. plastic. So it's just like plastic Mm -hmm. is almost just the veneer that they put on top of it. Mm -hmm. So it seems like they really missed the mark on this one to me. Now, that's just, there are a lot of different pieces here. A lot of them are virgin, use virgin materials, Mm -hmm. uh, which is kind of not, seems like it's off point as well. But some were better than others. Mm-hmm. You know, some were using genuine trash to mm-hmm. make, quote, artwork, or at least pieces. That, right. I found some of those to be really interesting. Like, when one woman was using plastic bags.
1: Oh, the bridge and Diana Cohen?
0: Like, uh, as tapestry. So, she was sewing them together like they were fabric, and I thought that mm-hmm. was kind of interesting because it takes, a, you know, it kind of shifts the idea of what the the plastic is and puts in a different context
1: that's what i've been experimenting with with the potato chip bags and all the snack bags and you can sew that
0: oh yeah it's a little bit difficult but it. You know, it's a that, little that bit is, difficult it's kind of interesting to me it's like.
1: i think it's you know and now that i mean we didn't i wasn't a, a chip consumer but now like i was a sprouts yesterday and i'm like oh what can i buy what colors do i need and i thought the ch- it's so crazy, You know, I've just gone over the edge. I have too much time on my hands. Yeah, so I bought two bags of, I bought a barbecue bag because the or, the orange was awesome.
0: Well, one of the...
1: I've, I've totally ruined the podcast. Go ahead.
0: No, no I ruined the podcast. <laughs> That's my job. Uh, w- one of the ones I thought was more interesting was uh, Leela Rue Duncombe was doing uh, basically collected pieces from uh, ocean, seashores and whatnot mm-hmm. and was collecting them and just presenting them in a little bit more interesting ways. Like... When you do a lot of collection, you can find a lot of the same piece. So she has mm-hmm. these little plastic pieces that seal off uh, water bottles, or milk bottles, or jugs, or whatnot. So it's that little thing that you peel off that's like mm-hmm. seals it, and then you break the seal. Mm-hmm. And it's a little bit eye opening to see how many you can collect, and that they're all the rainbow of colors they come in. It kind of, I think, it kind of drives the point home that just how much there is out there.
1: Oh, that was one plastic beach
0: collected from beaches and whatnot. Yeah. So it's I actually that. it's actually trash. It's literally trash. Yeah.
1: I thought that was interesting. But then how do you maintain this stuff? I mean, I feel like I've been trapped in this house and by my own choosing and then choosing to use some of this trash, I guess is is media. But then I often wonder like what what am I doing? Have I gone crazy? And then what do you do with this? What do you mean? Like is it sustainable to continue using garbage for art media? I guess it is. It's infinitely sustainable, isn't it?
0: Well, I'm not sure what part of sustainable. You mean sustaining the work or continuing to work from Continue the materials? Continuing to
1: work from the materials.
0: If you develop a process where you're using whatever you find to build mm-hmm. artwork, mm-hmm. then it's sustainable because whatever trash you find, even if that trash changes, you'll right. be able, still be able to use. Right. If that's the focus of it. And some okay. of it is and some of it's not. That's the problem with, it, with a lot of these works is that they're not really using the this is sustainability aspect Mm -hmm. of it they're just kind of using it like a medium like it's a different kind of it's like instead of using oil paint you're using acrylic paint and that doesn't really seem like it's solving any problems um there was you know there's another one that kind of stands out uh from caldor Kamen, uh an artist in austin texas and she is pretty masterfully using trash bags and compressing them and re remaking them basically into these pretty impressive works of sculpture. So you've got like a fox and a raccoon that look like foxes and raccoons, but are <laughs> painstakingly crafted from, from plastic bags.
1: That to me was amazing because it's very difficult to work with those things.
0: Well, she's, she's gotten her process down, but I, I don't even know if it's a man or a woman. So they have gotten their process down. But what's interesting to me, again, this, this is a pretty simple trope, but I think it's mm-hmm. an effective trope is where you take the trash Mm-hmm. And you and you remake it into something environmental, like a scene of a fox. Right. You know, that's that's very kind of natural. It's it's nature and, and plastics, mm-hmm. and it's kind of it's just highlighting it. I think it's a very simple but effective method if you're doing it right. Now, my favorite artist who's working in this field is not part of this list. <coughs> okay. Someone someone I found on TikTok, Toad. TikTok, I don't know why tick-toed. I was going to say TikTok.
1: Oh, that's actually I think that's a good name for a
0: platform. <laughs> yeah. Maybe all about toads.
1: <laughs> all about toads. <laughs> yeah.
0: TikTok for toads. You cannot be part of this platform unless you're a toad. <laughs> Which I guess toads could be like the next version of goblining.
1: Oh, I guess toad toading. Name. Toading.
0: <laughs> toading. <laughs> uh, anyway, back okay. to her, her. This woman's name, as artist name, is uh, Geo Rutherford. Uh huh. And I don't. She rem- at one point explained her name. Her first name is Geo. It's a compression of her actual name, and I don't remember who her actual name was. But anyway, she's, she's a very clever woman. And what I love about her is that she's so obsessed with the Great Lakes uh, and the ecosystem there that she spent years trawling the shores. And she, every time she goes to the shores, she investigates what's going on there and will collect all the little trash bits that are there. And mm-hmm. if you do this for years, she has made some amazing collages and just collections. And she did a whole series, a book series where she has... You know, it's kind of a, a different idea of what a book is, but she creates these little s- selections of, of mm-hmm. the, the, the vials. She fills vials like with little. Uh, one vial will be for plastic lipstick containers. Another one will be for like plastic toy forks that she's found. Or, oh army men and, and it just is amazing like I said it, because if you do it you put enough time in you get some crazy results but she doesn't only do that that's only one aspect of what she does she also does these amazing collages and drawings of the things that she finds there and she's she's also a remarkable printmaker um, mm-hmm. and it's all about the environmental s- uh, status of the, the Great Lakes and how invasive species and, mm-hmm. and trash is affecting it so she has this interwoven um, science and you know, geology and invasive species, and it's just a commentary. I think she's does a brilliant job of winding that all together in a very complex and deep manner.
1: That's interesting.
0: It's not superficial at all. So I would strongly suggest looking at Geo Rutherford.
1: I just looked her up, and we'll link it in the show notes. So oh, yeah. You can- bet.
0: Again, I've mentioned her, and I think she's worth a whole a whole episode on her own. Why don't we do that? We've said that before. <laughs>
1: We'll we'll do it after our anniversary episode next week.
0: Or whenever we get around to it. I think it is really emblematic of the podcast that we can't even get our anniversary podcast done on our anniversary. Well, of course not.
1: Why would we break our streak?
0: (laughs) Well, it's just part of the vibe.
1: It is the vibe. What is the vibe? Slacker? Eh, It's not slacker. It's just, you know...
0: It's imperfect. It's just imperfect. the imperfections of humans.
1: Yes, I I like that we represent that, and we yeah. do it so well. I think we're, we're we're we do it well. On that note, now where do we go?
0: Well, Catherine, as you rewrote our tagline to mm-hmm. read "What is art? Listen, and you'll still not know." <laughs> right. I'm That's so true. happy that, I'm so happy that you're able to laugh at your own jokes. I,
1: who else will laugh? No one <laughs> even pays attention to me
0: anymore. I'm That's over. That's not true. You know. Everyone. Apparently, everybody does. You go to the supermarket and you're a, super, oh, you're a superstar. Oh, that's true.
1: I'm a supermarket star.
0: You should start wearing sub t-shirts and stuff so that when people come up to you or just give them a card and say, oh, if you want to talk to me, don't talk to me. Talk to my podcast. Listen to my podcast. Listen to my podcast. You're getting recognized before you're infamous. Uh, that doesn't seem to make sense to me, but what, what are you going to do?
1: What are you going to do? I don't know. It's just the magnetism or not. I don't know. <laughs>
0: Anyway, so. I think we've exhausted another half hour without with managing to not talk that much about art again. We talked about art. Well, we talked a little bit about it but at the very end, after migraines okay. and trash, which are basically I interchangeable.
1: I think we're good for today. I, I want you to feel better.
0: Thank you. I want you to think better. So there you go. We're we're both <laughs> on the same page.
1: I think better. <laughs> I, I think better. good. So I good think too. I good think too.